Praise the Lord. Open your Bibles with me to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to start there. We've been after this for many, many months, it seems like. What has it been? Probably just weeks. Talking about the assembly of the church, getting the church to band together. I want you to understand and to know the devil is more afraid of our unity than he is afraid of us individually. Hallelujah. When we come together, when we are participants together for a common goal and purpose, he has nowhere to turn to get additional strength and ammunition against us. Because he knows if he takes one down, there's a multitude to gather around them and not only raise them up, but to pick up the banner of the cause and continue to move forward. We see all over the world right now that the threat is groups banding together for a common cause, whether it's good or evil. Because when you are united, when we are joined, when we are assembling, we are a force that is the mightiest that can be found on planet Earth. Hallelujah. And God knew that from the very beginning, the foundations of the world. And in Hebrews 10, 24, he says, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. God is wanting us to assemble. So what that means is to make connection for common movement, to make an attachment for common purpose. He's saying, assemble, assemble, come together, be united, be joined, be um, connected, that you can fulfill the plan and the purposes of God. We know that individually, we are great. But when we are assembled, we are mighty. And the spirit of might is looking for an assembly to fill for the glory of God. In the beginning of uh, the year and the fall of last year, uh, the prophetic voice across the nation was that 2021 would be the year of the local church. That's where the glory is going to fall. And I want you to understand that you can have personal glory encounters, but when a church all comes together and God finds a place for an assembled body to put himself, he is eager to do that because then all of that assembly goes out individually and the anointing of the corporate remains on them to do the common task. So he's looking for a way to do this. Now I want to go to just a couple of scriptures here. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5. Let's just go over there to that. Ephesians 5. And I want to start reading in verse 29. And in this passage of scripture, it's referring to, it's doing a, um, a comparison of husbands and wives and Christ and the church. And he's comparing these things together. And he says in verse 29, no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. 
Now, in the Young's literal translation, it is not a paraphrase translation. The Young's is a word-for-word translation, and it's, it's calls, it doesn't use the words church and body. It uses the words assembly, and it says this, no one ever hates his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the assembly. For we are members of his assembly of his flesh and of his bone. And what we see here, there is a thread through the New Testament in reference to the people of God coming together, assembled together to be his body. How many of you know a head isn't of a lot of use unless it has a body? A head is not of a lot of use unless it has a body. And he's saying you are members independently, you're individuals, you're, you're, you can be separated. So what he's asking is you individual people connect and come together and be an assembly where God then can say, that's my body. Hallelujah. And it's something that's put together. God himself puts it together. Now we talked about this puzzle. Do you remember that? We talked about the puzzle, how it's an assembly, and yet we have individual pieces. There's individual pieces, but it's when we assemble that we get the full effect of the purpose and plan of God. I can have an idea of what God wants to do in the earth, but when I find my place in the assembly, I have confirmation and I have surety as to what God wants to do. Because this piece by itself does not reveal a lot about the whole assembly. But when it finds its place in the assembly, then the whole assembly becomes clearer. Amen? And we talked about also, we talked about how that there is a uniting, that every piece is the same on the back. We're all born of the same spirit. We're all born of the same incorruptible seed. But yet there is personality difference. There is characteristic difference. But yet that whole piece fits into that puzzle. And it's the same on the back, born of the same spirit, but unique individuals. And sometimes it's the uniqueness that makes it difficult to assemble. Right? And sometimes what you need to do is, I'm going to assemble from the back side, not the front side. Because we're all, we, it's easy to join on the backside. I'm of the same spirit. I'm born of the same kind of incorruptible seed. Amen? Because it says there that we are members individually and, uh, and the body of Christ. So it also says here in verse 25, it says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. So we see that Christ is doing a work on the assembly. He is doing a work on the body of Christ. Jesus is building his team. He is building his team. He is building his team for a Holy Ghost takeover of the entire earth. He is building his team. And we may not all look alike. We may not sound alike. We may not have the same commission, but yet we're part of a team. 
And the more we can keep this team together, the more we can dispatch this team as a single unit, the more effective we will be and the more we can accomplish together. Hallelujah. Because this team is where the glory is going to fall. This team is what the glory wants to use. Understand this, that the church is made to be an entity of hope, an entity of power, an entity of health, and an entity of wealth. And he's trying to join us together that we can be that. This is the greatest assembly on earth. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, we have to understand how important is it? You remember back in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 9, when Saul is headed out and he has this Damascus road experience and he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goats. Now understand this, at this time, Jesus already had a death, burial, and a resurrection and was sitting in heaven. He was already in heaven, but yet Saul was going from place to place, persecuting the body of Christ, persecuting, kidnapping, or I guess arresting maybe is the right word, arresting the people of God. And Jesus appears to him and says, why are you persecuting me? And through this, I want us to understand how much Jesus is invested in his body. He doesn't separate himself from his body. So maybe we ought to not separate from his body as well. He doesn't separate himself from his body. He's saying, what you're doing to the body, you're doing to me. Because what you're doing to my team, you're doing to me. How you're responding to the team is how you're responding to me. He is that invested. Furthermore, Jesus gave his life. There is nothing left that Jesus could give for this body. He has nothing left to give. There's nothing left to give for this assembly. This is made to be the greatest thing on the earth. He, he understand this. Jesus values every piece, but he's given a purpose for assembly to every piece. He values every piece individually, but yet he is given a purpose in the assembly for every piece. We are a team. Hallelujah. What was the word of victory uh, uh, motto a few years back? That together, everyone achieves more. Team. Jesus is fully vested, fully vested into the success of his body. Hallelujah. Come on up here, Jared fully vested into the success of his body. And we as well need to be fully vested in that. Remember last week when we showed you the phone book? Do you remember this? We talked about how hard it is to rip this apart. But if we could get one piece, hallelujah. You know, you have to look to even find a phone book these days. You take one piece out, this one piece can be shredded, ruined, broken. But if it stays in the book, it stays in the book. The enemy can't get to it. The enemy can't get to it because it's much harder to tear all of this apart than
than it is to tear an individual piece. Amen? Hallelujah. We are the team of God. We're the best he's got. You may say, well, I'm worth much. You're the best he's got. You're the best he's got. And if he thought you were worthy of giving his life for, you're enough to be part of the team. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is good. I was thinking, um, I don't remember how that phrase goes. I didn't write it down, but uh, it said for a, a great team, it takes great players, not perfect players. And so to me, that's why I see the body of Christ. Amen. In Him, so you're great in Him. You may not be perfect. You may not have everything down. You may not be, you know, may not have arrived yet. Praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, well, now he's, you know he's talking about you there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But in God, you're, you're great. Amen. And so because we're in him, guess what? We can be a great team. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Um, let's see here. Let's do this. Uh, let's go to, a, we're, let's see, where did you end up? Let's go to Ephesians. Let's do that. Ephesians chapter four this time. Praise God. Now, um, what uh, I've been doing, you know, taking at least my time with you the last few weeks here and talking about, um, in a sense, my perspective as a pastor, uh, my perspective and my heart about the local church, about house of God and being a people of God connected. And so I've been just kind of doing that. So uh, today I'm going to take a look here in chapter 4. And um, verse 16, now uh, we've, you know, I think in the course of this series, we've, um, we have taken this text and we've kind of read through a lot of this, but uh, I just kind of, what, what I felt in my heart is verse 16, it says, from whom the whole body, now the whom, of course, is talking about, talking about the Lord, talking about uh, Christ Jesus, because the next the verse prior to that talks about him as the head, and it said, from whom, in other words, from Christ, the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working, by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body, amen, praise the Lord, for the edifying or the building up of itself in love, praise God. And so what I wanted to do today, my time with you, is is really just spend my time with this verse and kind of dissect it a little bit, maybe give us a little bit of clarity about some things, amen, because you got to see your value as part of the body. Amen? Now, he values you. And as Trudy, I think it was last week, she brought up real clearly about the fact that, uh, you know, he calls you his body. She kind of emphasized that. So if Jesus is going to call you his body, amen, that must be all right. Am I right? Amen. You're part of his body, praise God. Amen. So it's a pretty big thing. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't make light of his body. Come on now. So there's some uh, things here about this verse, and what I'm going to do is just take little pieces of it uh, and, of course, divine, define some things and give a, uh, maybe some emphasis and maybe even, uh, uh, I'm going to call it maybe today, a, a team concept. We're kind of working through a, a book on, uh, with our staff about, about uh, you know, being a team and what it means to be a team, and so a lot of that's been stern in me, but uh, uh, a lot of things... Uh, uh, you know, talk, uh, you know, we can bring up about being a team and what that means. And then I want to also talk about some challenges, uh, you know, as far as uh, what we're learning here. 
uh, just in everyday things. Now, the, the first part of this verse, it says this, that says, from whom? Okay, the whole body. From whom? The whole body. So we know he's talking about the Lord here. Okay, he's talking about the Lord, all right? Uh, from the Lord, okay? So uh, many of your translations, uh, the Amplified says it this way, for because of him, the whole body, and of course it emphasizes the church uh, in all its various parts. So for because of him, the, the Passion Translation says, for his body has been formed in his image, is how it words it there. The New Living Translation says, he makes, he makes, talking about the Lord, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. Amen. So when the, uh, when the scriptures are talking about a whole body, it's talking about a sound body, a healthy or complete body. All right. Now, um, a team concept, if I can just say it that way, it's just kind of how I worded it. I think if it, I got done with this thing, I thought, you know what, it would have been a lot better if I could have just printed out all my notes and handed them out to you. Because the way I did it, it's kind of like I do when I go into the prison, you know, and uh, I kind of have a, a deal, kind of way I, God kind of gives it to me, and then I just kind of hand it out, and then we can just kind of go with it together in it. But I didn't do that. So if you want them notes, maybe later you could uh, say, hey, uh, print me out some notes, amen. We'll probably do that for you, amen. But here's a team concept, okay? The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Some of you maybe have heard some of them kind of phrases, you know, and that's, that's a common phrase when you start talking about team spirit, about being part of a team, amen, that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. The same thing with the body of Christ. A whole body, amen. See, his body, amen, it's greater as a whole than even the sum of each part, amen. And, and you're all great in God. Come on, look at your neighbor, smile real big, said even you, praise the Lord. You're all great in God, amen, and you have value, you have worth, praise God. But something about it, when we all come together and you start adding that up, amen, the value or the sum of the whole is greater than each individual part added together. Are you still with me? And so why is that? Because it's in Him. It's because of him, praise God, amen. So the emphasis, if I could say there's an emphasis on that part there, is just the fact that Christ is the head, the one true constant that works, amen. The reason it works is because he's the head. It's in him. Last week, I kind of made that clear about, you know, the building of the living stones uh, to build up a spiritual house and how it starts, amen, is by being, uh, by going unto him and going through him. And as we do that, it all works, amen. So nowhere in any of this that we talk about, you know, we're, de you know, dealing with, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, in a sense, growing up, because this whole text is about growing up. Amen. We got to grow up. We got to we got to mature in the things of God. You can't just uh, you know uh, get saved and then just stay in the nursery the whole time. You may know what I'm talking about, right? Amen. See, we're 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 so grateful for every new birth, everybody that's come to know Christ. All that's wonderful. We rejoice in that. We celebrate that. We brag on God about that. But nowhere in the scriptures does it say stay where you are. Amen. It's always about growing up. It's always about maturing, about making choices. And even as Trudy was bringing out today, praise God, it's, it's about, you know, this, this you know, initial thing of stepping forward, praise God, doing your part, moving forward, allowing things to grow, allowing things to become what they're called to be. And how does that happen? By everybody, amen, doing their part, praise God. Amen. And growing, choosing to grow. Amen. But let me say this, though, as I've been saying the uh, last couple weeks, and that is this. Nowhere in here does it say that you're doing this on your own. Because if you're going to do it on your own, then you're going you're gonna to strain. You're going to struggle at it. You're going to get wore out. You're going to get beat down. You're going to want to quit. And a lot of people do. 
A lot of people quit. They don't keep moving uh, because a lot of it is they're doing everything in their own power, their own ability. And so I'm just from the get-go saying it's always through him. Amen. It's always moving toward him. Come on, somebody. He's the head. You're the body. Somebody say, praise the Lord. All right, so now uh, the message translation of this part of the verse, the beginning part of the verse, says this, that we take our lead from Christ. I like that. We take our lead from Christ, who is the source of everything we do. He keeps us, I love this, He keeps us in step with each other. I like how that's worded. That's kind of neat, right? So because He's the head, Amen. And we're the body. If we just keep looking toward him, moving toward him, staying in him, praise God. Guess what? Hallelujah. He keeps us in step, keeps everything moving forward, everybody growing, everybody doing their part. Praise God. Everybody fulfilling what they need to fulfill. Every gift, every calling, every anointing begins to come to pass. Praise God. Amen. You're not straining at everything. Are you still with me? In fact, the scripture says in Acts 17, praise God, in verse uh, 28, it says, For in Him we live and move and have our being. Amen. It's in Him that we have life. It's in Him that we have motivation. It's in Him that we have existence, that we have a purpose, that we have being, praise God. It's in Him, praise God. So if we stay in Him, if we stay, amen, positioned in Him, this thing works. It all works. So everything that it talks about here in this verse 16 back in Ephesians 4, amen, about, about doing our part and being, it, none of it is asked of you or me without staying connected to him. Are you still with me? All right. So we got we to establish that right off the get-go. From him, from whom or from Christ, the whole body, here we go, joined and knit together. Joined and knit together. Together, praise God. The Greek brings this out. It means uh, organized, compactly, uh, uh, fitly connected. That's what truly uh, with the puzzle, uh, when you're talking about assembling, uh, because really that's the emphasis is about understanding that we do have to be assembled. We do have to connect. Amen. Uh, a lot of people, you know, over the years uh, have, have talked to me. You know, I'm a pastor, of course, been doing this for uh, just, just over 30 years. And so, uh, you know, just as far as a senior pastor and a lot of those comments you hear a lot of times from, from people that, you know, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in the body. I, I just do my, my, my own thing with the big guy upstairs at home and, and you hear all those kind of comments. And it's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm part of the body. No, you're, you're, you're severed from the body. You're a body part but that doesn't make you a part of the body. See, there's a lot of body parts just laying around out there. Come on now, and you know as well as I do, you know, if, I, if we severed the hand and left it lay there, I could stand here the whole rest of the time and, uh, and bleed. Because <clears throat> that's what would happen. Amen. I would bleed, and uh, the hand wouldn't, uh, you know, it might twitch for a few seconds. Somebody says, you're so morbid. Well, I'm just trying to show you, you know, a lot, a lot of body parts out there twitching. Okay, but they're not, there's no life going to it, no blood flow to it. Come on, somebody. And so we got a lot of that going on out there. So you got to be, you got to be united. You got to be assembled. It says in the Greek again, organized, compactly, fitly connected, and then knit together or braided. It literally means united in association and affection, being braided together. So even as we come together, that's why the local church is so cool. You know, a lot of people say, well, uh, you know, that, the word's for everybody. It is, but you have to remember, even all the letters uh, that, that are in the Word of God, all these epistles, these letters, amen, were letters to specific churches. 
Amen. That then was put together for you and me as the B-I-B-L-E, the Word of God. Yes, that's the book for me. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. It all comes together as a word for all people. But you have to remember that every, every bit of this was a letter, were letters written, amen, to local churches. Amen. We need the local church. Amen. And the purpose of the local church, amen, is because we, we, we come together in an area of uh, association and affection. Every church has, has an emphasis, has themes. Amen. There's certain, you know, no two churches are alike. Now, there may be a lot of people out there trying to be like somebody else. And, and I, I recommend don't do that. Come on, somebody. Because there's every there's locations there's there's people groups uh, there's uh, uh, regions there's uh, you know there's emphasis and in your region there's all kinds of things that go on and and you uh, hopefully you 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 have a pastor that's that feels the calling to be in that location praise God and you have a fivefold team you have people praise God that that feel called to that and as a as a as a as a unit as a team as a body as a local body Amen they have an emphasis. And people see that, they hook up with that and say, hey, I want to be a part of that, praise God. Amen. Now, we got a lot of cruisomatics. You know, they cruise from one place to the next, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, the problem with that is you never get connected. You never really, uh, you never really connect to a vision. You never really connect to, uh, to an affection. Amen. What was the other word? Uh, association, braided, united in association and affection. You really, it never really happens. Come on, somebody. And so what happens usually about the first time somebody preaches something you don't like, you're out the door to the next place. Now, you know as well as I do, sometimes uh, the preacher, I know, I know he's probably one of the best you've ever heard. But sometimes, you know, he doesn't do everything right. And sometimes, you know, sometimes he gets on your toes. Come on, somebody. Have you ever had your toes stepped on? Look at your neighbor, says they do heal. They do heal, but every now and then, you know, we touch on things that sometimes maybe I not be the most pleasant. I get it. You know, sometimes it isn't even always easy to preach it. Come on, somebody. But you still got to do as the Lord leads. And, you know, the Lord's talking to us here. There's all kinds of other good churches around, amen. And God hopefully is communicating to those pastors, amen, what they need to do, what they need to minister, and the emphasis there, what they're called, their their, uh, focus, their vision, their whatever it may be. We're not downing anybody. We're not saying anybody's above anybody. Amen. What we are saying is that each local church should have an emphasis. They're a team. And it takes the people to come together to be a part of that team to make it work. Now, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But anyway, amen. So it says, uh, verse 16 again, from whom the whole body joined and knit together, praise God. Now, the emphasis here is the fact um, uh, that there is assembling and there needs to be uniting for purpose, praise God. Now, truly, you uh, use the verse out of Hebrews 10, uh, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. You notice it says assembling. It didn't say gathering. Come on now. Remember she used the illustration of the puzzle in the box? She had the P and then in the box, it was all, it was all gathered, but that didn't make, didn't make for a puzzle. It was all, it was all just gathered. Come on, somebody. We're not called just to gather. We're called to assemble. So that means there's going to be a little bit of work. 1 Corinthians 12 and 20 says this, but now indeed there are many members, yet one body. Now here's the team concept, if I can just throw that out there again. Uh, Here's another one, all right? It's a corporate effort for a common cause. Sure to use that acronym, uh, team acronym, it's uh, together everyone achieves more. 
Amen. That's kind of another one. And you've probably heard some of these, you know, a corporate effort for a common cause. Praise God. But here's the challenge to this kind of thing. is connecting imperfect, connecting the imperfect to accomplish the impossible. That's the challenge. We're called to be joined and knit together, but you know as well as I do that um, probably the person sitting next to you isn't perfect. Now, don't look at them and stare or point at them. Amen. But I'm, come on, and you know as well as I do that, that, that you're not perfect, and you know as well as I do, which has been very clear many times, is the guy standing in front of you is not perfect. Come on, somebody. But we're still called to assemble. Amen. So there's a challenge of taking people, amen, from all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of things go on, people that have had ups and downs. Some people lived great lives, never had any issues. And some people, man, their whole life was about issues. I mean, their issues had issues. You know what I'm talking about, right? Right? I mean, it happens, okay? So you got now you got people coming into a, a house, amen, to connect with a body, amen. Christ is still the head, but you still have to assemble. So you got people of all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of things that went on, things that, that, that they've been through, uh, ups, downs, ins, outs, people of all, uh, everything, color, all kind of financial, uh, you know, backgrounds, educational backgrounds. Uh, you know, we can go on and on, marital things, uh, family things. Uh, we can just go on and on and on. And then we say, okay, now assemble. That's why a lot of people say, uh, no, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, I can't do that. Well, we're called to do that. Amen. And you may say, well, uh, you know, um, that means somebody's going to have to change. Probably all of us. We're all going to have to change a little bit. We're all going to have to, you know, some, somehow or another get the little burrs rubbed off. Come on, somebody. And learn how to connect, praise God, amen, in order to, to, to be uh, assembled, in order to be knit together, praise God. It's going to take a little bit of adjustments, but it is a challenge. We're not making light of it either. We understand that. But if you're okay, if you just make a decision to say, you know what, I'm here, I'm locked in, praise God, here we go, Jesus, do what you can, hallelujah, right? It does work, amen. So anyway, here's the, let's move on here, all right? From the whole body, joined and knit together, it says, by what every uh, joint supplies. What every joint supplies, okay? So again, here's the, here's the Greek. It brings out, it, uh, so, so it's talking again about uh, being joined and knit together, but it, the word in the Greek here, by what every joint supplies, means channeled through uh, every adjoining and continual contribution. Okay, uh, a lot of times it might, that joint might be even uh, the word ligament, depending on your translation, but that's what it's talking about. But it's talking about something that's tied together or it's uh, united, uh, uniting one thing to another thing. Okay, so every joint supplies. There's all kinds, that's now all of a sudden there's that work here, one thing with, a, you know, the, the, the leg bones connected to the hip bone, the, you know, and we can go on and on, you know, and, uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, you know, so it takes every bone coming together and connected. They're all, you know, a separate bone, but they're still connected. Amen. So each bone then is able to do something because each, each bone, it plays a part. All the muscle and everything that goes around that, every bit of it now plays a part because it all brings a contribution. Amen. And then allows everything to work right. Now you, have anybody ever been injured? 
Have you ever lost, uh, you know, a limb or busted a limb or, uh, you know, whatever? I mean, uh, you know, uh, we and you know uh, real quick how important that joint is or that bone is or that muscle is or that limb or that, uh, you know, appendage. Come on, are you hearing me? Amen. So everything is, is bringing something to the table, some kind of contribution. Now, the emphasis here is we all in him have something to contribute. That's what the emphasis is saying here. We all have something to bring to the table. Amen. Now, it's just, you know, are you willing enough to be, uh, to hang on till you're all connected and fit and knit? Come on, somebody, so that your contribution then can, can you know, do and bring uh, to the table, what should be brought to the table? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Now, uh, here's a here's the team concept. You ever heard of this? Think what can I contribute, not what can I get. Think what can I contribute, not what I can get. And this is the only way it's going to work. Okay. Now we're all going to get something. Look at your neighbor and say, "Praise the Lord." If we do this right, everybody gets something. But we have to come to the table with the thought, what can I contribute? What can I do here to make a difference? What can I, what of myself can I bring to the table, amen, to, uh, to help? And if we will do that, we will get something. Now, this is the secret to success in most areas of life, okay? Whether we're talking about life itself, marriage, family, church, work, sports, we can go on and on and on. If you want a team to succeed, no matter what the team is, Amen. You got to be willing to say, what can I bring to the table? What can I contribute to make this work? Not about what can I get out of it. If we all do that, we will all get something out of it. Always. Amen. Now, here's the challenge, though. In order to bring contribution or supply, you're going to have to stay supplied. I'm just kind of starting to shift here a little bit. Okay, because remember, back to the very beginning of this thing. It's through him. It's in him. He's the head. Amen. So if we got something to bring to the table, if this thing's going to work right, I got to stay supplied. I got to keep my tank full if I'm going to do this thing right. Otherwise, when, when, when we're trying to make everything fit, and if you're not staying full, you're not staying supplied, what's going to happen is your supply is going to get cut off because you're running out of supply. And in the meantime, you're going to quit and give up and throw in the towel before you get things done. And it happens a lot. Now, I, I made a real, you know, I, a purpose in my heart. I, I'm not here to bring out the negatives. I'm here to bring out the positives. Amen. See, you got, you got something to contribute. You have something to contribute. Amen. And some of you might say, well, well, I asked to be used and they won't let me. Well, maybe all they asked you to do is brush your teeth. See, sometimes there are things requirements. You know, we've uh, 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 spent, you know, the last, I don't know what it's been, uh, I think back since 07, I think we first started going into Deer Ridge um, Correctional Facility uh, there. Um, They have requirements. They say, do you want to be a part? Yes, I want to come and be a part and bring my supply. Okay, well, in order to do that, you have certain requirements. Well, I don't like your requirements. And I really don't. A lot of the requirements I don't like. <laughs> but uh, I, I, you think, what do you think is going to happen? They go, oh, okay. Hmm. 
They're going to say, no, you, uh, you, uh, uh, if, you're, if you can't do this, do this and do this, then I'm sorry you can't come in. But I have a supply to bring. I have a calling. I have purpose. Tough. If you ain't willing, see, that's what I'm talking about. See, if we're not willing to say, all right, Lord, all right, so you're moving in, and all of a sudden now we start fitting, and we say, okay, we, we love you to be a part of this, but you know what? We, you, you, might have to, you might have to wear something that's a little different, and you, and you might have to brush your teeth, and you might have to put on some foo-foo. Somebody says, well, how do you get on now that? Well, I, you know, it's just sometimes it isn't even that that great that big of a deal. It's just it's just there's certain things that maybe in order to fit here and do this, it just might require this or it might require that. Or you may have to, uh, you know, make sure you're a part of this because you can't do part of this unless you're part of this thing and this thing and this thing. If you do these and you can do this and that's all it is, is just a requirement. And all it is is saying, listen, if you will do amen, if you will move into him and be willing to do a few things, make some adjustments, you can fit and then here comes your supply, right? I mean, here comes your contribution now. Are you still with me? Now I have to touch on that. Remember, this is pastor, pastor's heart, pastor's perspective. You know, we've seen a lot of things come, a lot of things go. A lot of people quit because they, we say, well, in order to do this, you got to, we, we need you to do this. And if you can do that, praise God, you can be a part of that team. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Well, it's hard to be a part of a team when you're that way. Okay, it's hard to it's hard to get you uh, you know to to be fit and knit together when 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 it's all about you. I try to look at everybody. Some of you kind of do this number on me when I, I got nothing in mind. I'm just I'm just it's just it's just the way it is. You know, if you want things to work, if we have a, something to bring to the table, you have to understand that there might be some things that you might have, you know, have to make an adjustment, a change, grow in this, stop doing this, do more of this. No big deal. You know, uh, uh, there are a lot of requirements on us when we go into, into the prison or into jails. Amen. They put certain requirements on you. And that's okay. If you're going to go and be a part of that, you just, you just you know, follow the rule. That just went over like a lead balloon, praise God. And I found that every bit of it, even though there were some things that were sometimes uncomfortable, you just said, you know what, Lord Jesus, fill me up. Show me. Grace me. Whatever it is I need for the moment to do what I have to do here, let's do that. Amen. And that's what we did, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And, I, and so everybody has something to bring to the table, but let's move on here. All right. All right. So uh, from the whole, uh, back to verse 16 again, from the whole, uh, pardon me, and from whom the whole body, there we go, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, come on, by what every joint supplies, hallelujah, did we, we did that one, right? Every joint supplies, here we go, according to the effective working by which every part does its share. But let's look at the first part of that. According to the effective working. All right, how's that defined in the Greek? All right, you okay with all this? All right, uh, according to, in other words, it means in relationship to, all right, the efficient energy and operation, or talking about efficiency and productivity here, but it's in relation to the efficient energy. So according to the effective working, amen. 
Hallelujah. That means everybody's got to be a part. Come on now. Right? Everybody's got to be a part. So, you know, er earlier we talked about everybody has something to contribute, but then this is now talking about you got to be willing now to contribute it. You got to put your hand to the plow. So that's kind of the emphasis here is that we all need to put our hand to the plow in some way. Now, we all have a field to plow. Now, listen, that's what Scripture says. We all have a field to plow because the Word says, you know, having put your hand to the plow and not looking back, which means, amen, you didn't say let go of the plow. It just said hang on to the plow, stop looking back. Keep moving forward, do what you got to do. So we all have a field to plow, we all have a cross to bear, we all have a race to run, we all have an enemy to resist. All of us do. That's it. We all do. It ain't like you have one of those and I have one of those. We all got a field to plow. We all got a cross to bear. Come on, somebody. We all have a race to run. Am I right? Come on now, we all have an enemy to resist. See, we all have things. Now, I've said that for a couple of reasons. Number one is... We all have the same things, you know, just might be, you know, different emphasis here and there, but we all have the same things to get done. And so you can't say, well, I have an enemy to resist, so I don't have to do anything. No, we all have an enemy to resist. Well, you know, I, because I have a cross to bear, uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't. No, 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 no. We all have a cross to bear. We all have a field to plow. We all have a race to run. We all have things to go on. And sometimes, you know, that's the whole thing of this. When we come together, we can help you plow your field. We can help you bear your cross. Come on, somebody. We can help you run your race. Come on, somebody. We can help you resist your enemy. That's the cool thing. That's what we get out of this when we come together. Are you still with me? So, you know, we can't use those kind of things as, as, uh, as excuses here. The Weiss translation of this part of the verse said this. It says, according to the operative energy put forth to the capacity of each part. In other words, everybody, amen, has a certain capacity, a certain, you know, uh, you know, certain thing in them, amen, but now it's according to that operative energy. In other words, how are you going to be efficient with the energy? Are you going to extend energies here? The Moffat translation says the due activity. That's how he words it. The due activity of each part enables the body to grow. The due activity. In other words, everybody has a part to play. Right? Come on now. Now, uh, you know, here's the, uh, here's the team concept, okay? We get another one of them. You, you okay with all that? Amen. Team concept, amen. That is this. Together, uh, together we divide the task and multiply the success. So as a team thing, it's about division in the, sense of, of, in the sense of math, talking, divide, and multiplication. Not division in the sense of, okay. Anyway, but the idea is that in order for team thing to work, it's everybody has a piece to play. And if everybody does their piece, praise God, it multiplies our success. Still with me? And you know as well as I do, man, we've all been there, and we've done a lot with this house. A lot of things over the years with this body. Come on, somebody. Gone a lot, done a lot. Come on, somebody. And in sometimes we've, it's like somebody would say, well, we thought your church was a lot bigger than it is because of you do this and you do that. And, and we just, man, got people just roll up their sleeves and get after it, praise God. And I praise God about that. But you know as well as I do. And when somebody decides, you know, I don't want to do that, we all feel it. All right? Now, we're not here to grump or gripe. That's not my point. My point is this. We know when everybody's doing their part. It worketh. Look at your neighbor and say, it worketh. 
when you do your part. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, here's the challenge, though. All right. Here's the challenge. <clears throat> staying connected and staying willing. <laughs> and I just put in parentheses, follow through. See, it's one thing to have, it's one thing to have, uh, in a sense, uh, the contribution to give, but it's another thing to follow through with it. And that's kind of what I was bringing out with this one. All right, you got to be willing to follow through with it. Amen. Look at your neighbor, smile real big. So, phew, it's a good thing you came today. Hallelujah. Yeah, so that was kind of weak. But anyway, all right. Uh, let's look at the next part of this verse now. By which every part does its share. Okay. By which every part does its share. Well, the Greek uh, defines it this way. Released through each individual's own measure, degree, or portion. All right. So everybody has... You know, again, it's kind of saying similar to what we were talking about earlier, but it's talking about everybody has a measure, has a degree, has a portion. All right, so everything's coming. So every, God isn't asking you to do any more than what's your part, what's your share, what's your portion. Now, you know as well as I do, we've all been in a place where we've had to change hats. You know what I mean by changing hats, right? You get going in something, especially when a ministry's uh, starting out or, or early on, you know, you've got one hat on, you're, you're this, and then you got to take that hat off, put on the next hat to do this, and take that hat off, put this hat on to do this. And we've all been in those kind of things, even starting a business, and maybe even starting a marriage or a family. It's finding your place, so you, you're not sure which who should be wearing what hat, maybe, each time. Come on, somebody. It just, it happens, you know, but pretty soon as, as people uh, come on board or as you find your place, all that kind of stuff, that gets easier and easier, praise God. Come on, it worketh when everybody, uh, you know, uh, brings forth, amen, uh, their own individual measure, degree, or portion, praise God. Amen, praise God. But here's the emphasis in this, and this is what I wanted to bring out with this, that you have to see not only your own value, your part, but you got to see the value of the one standing next to you or sitting next to you. Amen. And that's really what he's trying to bring out is that, that there's now everybody has something, but yet everybody has value because everything that everybody brings to the table has value. We have to see it as that. Amen. You're valuable, praise God. He sees you as valuable. Amen. The scripture says in uh, Romans 12 and verse 6, having then gifts differing, or varying, right, according uh, to the grace or in relation to the grace given to us, praise God. Everybody has something different to bring. They have their own portion, their measure, their degree, amen, whatever it is that God's put in them, placed in them, praise God, based on the grace of God that's on them. But if everybody does it, praise God, amen, if you will recognize your value, recognize their value, praise God, guess what? It gets better, it gets better, and it gets better, praise God. Okay. Romans 12 and verse 10 says this, and uh, at the end of the verse, it talks about giving honor or in honor, giving preference to one another. I thought that was necessary just to kind of bring that out because the whole thing's talking about the body. Everybody's got a part, but you also got to give preference to one another. Recognize or value the people around you. Are you still with me? Uh, I think it was Woodrow Wilson. Uh, made a statement. He said, we should not only use all the brains we have, but all that we can borrow. Amen. God puts people around us, amen, for a reason. Come on, somebody, right? Hallelujah. No one, no one of us is as smart of, no one of us is as smart as all of us. Now, that's just talking about brain power. We can talk about all other kind of things. Amen. 
But the bottom line is this, the idea is that if we will value those things around. In fact, uh, one of the, uh, um, I think it was uh, one of our, I think it was in our book, right, that we had uh, for our staff, uh, they brought out one of the uh, ministers of, of uh, yesteryear and uh, a guy that got off track. And his whole purpose or the whole reason for him getting off track is he didn't value the people around him. He didn't value the input of the people around him. And so he got off base, all right, and really got off base. And even though he had a ministry of signs, wonders, and miracles, did all kinds of great things for a season, amen, it all got off base because he didn't value when somebody said, uh, brother, we need to talk. We need to look at this, or we need to address this, or we need to deal with this. Are you still with me? He didn't value everybody around him. Amen. Are you still with me? Hallelujah. And then a lot of you heard the team concept. You know, teamwork is what makes the dream work, right? Right? Teamwork. Amen. It's what makes everything work. The challenge is turning individual strengths into corporate strengths. Kind of similar to what we talked about earlier. That's the challenge, okay? Everybody's got a strength. Everybody has something to bring to the table. And the idea is to get that individual strength to turn it into a corporate strength. That's what all of this is talking about. That's why there's there's such a challenge is because we're trying to have the gifts and the callings and and the abilities and and the contributions that they have to bring to the table and the, the, the anointings and all the things that they have and trying to get everything to fit. If we will just stay connected long enough to get into our rightful place, amen, guess what? It will produce great, grand, and glorious things. Can I hear a big amen? Hallelujah. All right. Let's look now to the last uh, part of the verse here. It says, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Causes growth of the body. Amen. Hallelujah. Causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. This is what begins to happen. All right. Uh, The Greek brings out, it produces or producing development of a sound body. In other words, when all this is happening, it's producing development of a sound body. Everybody say a sound body. Amen. That means a healthy and whole body, right? All right. Purpose. Now get this. Purposed to multiply itself. That's what it means here. So when it talks about uh, edifying of itself, the building up, amen. Edifus is, I think, is the, is the actual Greek word in there. Amen. But the building up, amen, or the multiplying of itself, amen, as it gives of itself. That's what it's talking about, edifying of itself in love. And the reason it uses and says it that way is because the only way it works is if a body is willing to give of itself. And when, it will, when it's willing to work together and give of itself, there's things that get multiplied and increased. And that's what we all want, right? We all like that part. Right? Come on now. We all want that. We all want everything working and, and producing something, praise God. Amen. And I just put this, this was and maybe kind of how I, when I'm meditating on this, how it, it, it speaks to me, but we should all be, uh, this is the emphasis, we should all always, pardon me, we should always be expanding our sphere of influence. We should always be thinking about that, thinking beyond ourselves. That's why we give of ourselves. Why? Because we're thinking beyond ourselves. Why do we uh, have the, uh, the uh, ministry uh, departments within a ministry? It's all because we're thinking beyond ourselves. Children's services, why? We're thinking beyond ourselves. VBSs, CR, prison work. Come on, somebody. Uh, nursing home ministries. Come on, somebody. Amen, right? I don't care. We go on and on. Prayer teams, prayer meetings. Come on, because we're thinking beyond ourselves. 
We're willing to give of ourselves for God to bring increase. Amen. Why? Why? Because it's, uh, it's all about influence. It's all about a sphere of influence. Praise God. And we're all, we should all be uh, looking to expand our sphere of influence. That's why we do what we do. You are the salt. Matthew 5, 13 also says, you are the salt of the earth. Goes on verse 14, you are the light of the world. Verse 16 says, so let your light so shine. Do your part. Amen. Be willing to shine. It's about expanding our sphere of influence. 1 Corinthians 10 and 24, so that no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. I thought that'd be a good one to throw in there. It should fit in there somewhere. I thought that'd be a good place. Here's the teen concept, though. We're here to complete one another, not compete with one another. That's when, when you start thinking about beyond, we're talking of giving of ourselves, the edifying of itself in love. It's talking about, praise God, the giving of ourselves. Part of it is the giving of ourselves for one another. We're here to help complete one another. One of the cool things that happened on, in, in CR the other night when, the, uh, when they were sharing their testimonies, we had some of our graduates, and uh, so uh, you know they, they were sharing their testimony, and you see how God got involved, people helping people. That's how it worked. This person got blessed by another person that reached out. Amen. Next thing you know, they're, they're involved. They're doing this. They're doing that. Somebody's instructing them, teaching them, walking them through it. Next thing you know, they got another victory. Uh, hallelujah. I like getting notches on the belt. Anybody else with me? Praise God. I like the successes and the victories. Come on, somebody. But you know as well as I, it takes people willing to lay down their life for other people, for others to get a victory, a notch in the belt, so to speak. Amen. And then it's not just within the house, amen, but also then what begins to happen outside the house. Praise God. Hallelujah. And again, another maybe a, a challenge to this is remembering uh, who we're doing this for. That's the challenge. Who are we doing this for? We're doing this for Him and we're doing this for them. That's why we do this. Amen. That's why we lay down our lives. Now, I don't know if you, uh, you, know, if, you know, ever notice this, but sometimes laying down your life isn't always all that easy. I mean, sometimes it's like, that's quite a price sometimes. And some days it may almost feel like it's a bit greater price than you want to lay, uh, lay down. It happens, no doubt about it. And sometimes maybe due, uh, due to maybe, uh, you know, maybe not everybody yet in their place, amen, that you, maybe there is, uh, you're paying a higher price, price than, than what you, uh, you know, normally would be paying. Come on, somebody. It happens, okay? Uh, you know, that didn't in, probably in, in, enthuse anybody there, but uh, the bottom line is that's the truth. Sometimes you are putting out, amen? But if we remember who we're doing it for, I'm doing it for the Lord as unto the Lord, and I'm doing it for others, amen? Why do we do the corporate prayer for, uh, you know, our, our like, well, now it's a Wednesday morning, all the prayer requests? Because for people, you got people coming down here, laying down their life, giving up their time, their energies, and their efforts to pray for people who have needs. Why do we do the corporate prayer time for the nation? Because I believe with all my heart we're making a difference. And why do we do it? Just because uh, we're, we, we agree with the parties or not agree with the parties? It's, no, it's about, it's about people. It's always about people. We want, we, we don't, we want our people, we want the nation, the people of this nation. Amen. To see God. Amen. Amen. And when things are trying to move things away from that, we're going to do our best to pray and change and do whatever. But that means lay down your life, give of your time, give of your energy. Well, I don't want to. 
Well, somebody has to. Come on. And it always works better when a whole bunch more people do it. For, uh, yeah, for everybody to experience the results of it, too. Now, I wrote a few things here, and I'll give you this, and I'll let you go. Are you doing okay today? I know I should have, should have had copies of this, and it would have been a lot easier to follow. Amen. But here we go. Um, we have to live life with purpose and not live by accident. And to me, that's part of why we come together as a body. We find purpose. And not only just purpose for ourselves, but purpose as a whole. Amen. And we live by, with purpose, not, not live life by accident, bumping along. Now, I just wanted to, wanted to throw this out here in the light of, of what I just was talking about here. Uh, but when you forget about your purpose, when you, when you lose sight of your purpose, you get enslaved to the pressure. See, when you, when, you, when you forget about what your real purpose is, you get enslaved to the, the, the momentary pressures that go on. We lose sight of it. So all of a sudden now the pressure's dictating, and so you're making decisions based on the pressure because you lost your purpose. And a lot of people live life like that. If we forget about the ultimate, we get enslaved to the immediate. If we forget about the eternal, we get enslaved to the temporary. Are you hearing this? If we forget about the unseen, we get enslaved to the seen. See, everything we're talking about, we have to live with purpose. To me, that's why the house of God is so cool. Coming together as a body, amen, is so cool. It's because it helps you live and walk and, and eat, drink, breathe, praise God, with purpose, praise God. We have purpose, amen. Not only individual, but corporately, we have purpose. And if we will do that, praise God, I believe with all my heart, amen, we will see a manifestation of God move in every area of our life. We will walk, amen, and talk on planet Earth, amen, as a people who have received great things because we are connected to one another. Can I hear a big amen? Give the Lord praise, everybody. Come on now. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch the video of this message, head over to vimeo.com forward slash WO Victory or go to Jerry Roberts Ministry on Roku. For more information about who we are and what we do here at Order Victory, check out the website at wovictory.org. That's wovictory.org. See you there.